Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. parents still get you valentines um usually my dad uh my dad got us stuff up until college like he would get us candy he always gets his candy yeah my parents they always get me card and a box of chocolates oh i know is that cheesy it's good cheesy <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't know it's stuff like that like little things that are uh I don't mind cheesiness. Yeah. Fruit roll up. Uniqueen. Okay. <laughs> These are like emoji fruit roll ups. Oh, they upgraded? You got the. I bet it's like a unicorn theme. I'm a unicorn. When I was. uh. When we were younger, though, my dad always got, he always made sure my sister got a bigger box of candy than me and Andre. Mm-hmm. He might get her flowers or something. Sexism. Just kidding. <laughs> I've been lately trying to unwoke myself. <laughs> like, just embracing the toxic parts of me and the problematic side. How's that going for you? It's going pretty good. I feel better. I don't have to maintain this image. <laughs> can't, can't stand up to. I don't want to be one of those holier than thou people. Yeah, me neither. Fuck that. Life is life. Also, I listened back to some of our other episodes. We were woke as fuck. We blended a little better now. We like, yeah, we ain't shit. <laughs> I mean, we still are. Yeah, but I think we matured a little bit. It's just not as militant. Yeah, we're used to like talking every week, so it's not like we're gonna get our word out and everybody's gonna listen. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. <laughs> now, just like whatever, the niggas is gonna be here. It's here, <laughs> right? <laughs> We are really out here, though. That shit is wild. Yeah, I saw um, I saw the DMs <laughs> from our Cali friend. Mm-hmm. Was that a shout out out here? I was like, look at sis. <laughs> she is staying current. Right. Editing that last episode was the <laughs> hardest shit I've ever fucking done in my life. Like... I felt bad. <laughs> like I was like, damn, like this shit gonna be wild. <laughs> I did like I did it as good as I could. And then I was like, if I hadn't if I was gonna cut that first part out, I was like, we only gonna have like forty five minutes. 
That's what I was worried about too. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how much of an episode we gonna have this week. <laughs> only uh, only we could record for like four and a half hours and be like, I mean, we ain't got the material. <laughs> we can talk about everything <laughs> in the fucking world. And it was like, man, this shit is just wild. We talked about everything under the sun. Bruh, it's just like that sometimes. Motherfucking suburbs with it. Rah, bing, bah, bah. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so last week, even though it doesn't seem like it, if you listened, we recorded for four and a half hours. Yeah, we was in this bitch till 10 o'clock. Yep. And they make a liquor store run. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Got two bottles of wine each. Mm-hmm. I I did one of those bottles that night. It was the uh, the Pinot. Mm. Yeah, the next day, I woke up like, man, I shouldn't have drank that much wine at late. I still have my Pinot. But yeah, <laughs> I guess... Uh, Last week was a therapy session. That's really what it was. See? And I was like, when I listened, like I listened to it like twice, and I was like, I have no idea what how the fuck I'm gonna do this shit. And then the other thing is like creating like a story that's mm. cohesive, and it's like, yeah, it's just not. That's just not what this episode is. That's not what that episode was. No, it was just hey, it was fun, <laughs> but hey. yeah that's life i mean sometimes you know you just got shit that you need to we had a lot to get off our chest get off (laughs) i definitely did i feel like i always do though it's always just a bunch of shit all the time the feels bro the feels but yeah that shit (laughs) man that shit was fucking wild yeah Man, if anybody ever wants to listen to that unedited episode, that shit is funny as fuck. But you will not look at us to say it. <laughs> no, you will not. I almost forgot one major name to leave out when we were talking about one of our friends' relationships. Oh, these don't have the messages on them. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, well, but. wonder why. I wonder why too. It might be. Like, oh, maybe some of them are washed off. I got the defective box. Yeah, I can't tell what this one says. <laughs> but uh, mm. like, yo, I was like, yo, I'm wild. <laughs> That's right after I texted you. I was like, nah, like, bro, we might need to put this shit out tomorrow. Because <laughs> I was like, I am not rushing through this. Yeah, and I was nowhere near halfway finished. It was just intense. It was funny though. Like, like that episode could have went like four major ways, and three of them were bad decisions. (laughs) Oh, I found this new artist also on some chill shit. Man, Nikki dropped. Yikes! Yeah, that bitch is back in her bag. She is. She back on her shit. I found this new artist called Child child with three eyes <clears throat> this particular song is called hands off me just gonna play it. 
I never understood what the flavors of these were supposed to be. Like, chalk? <laughs> <laughs> the white one tastes like Pepto-Bismol. The orange one tastes like orange. I don't know what the what pink ones are supposed to be. If we go too late tonight, see, that's what happened last time. We went too late, and I missed my gym session. You threw everything else off. And I can't, yeah, I'm probably going to end up starting to work out in the mornings, though, too. Like, I'm trying to, I really want to establish a good, like, morning routine. Like, where I actually have steps to set up my day. Like, wake up, meditate, you know, maybe write a little bit, sketch. Do it. Make me some breakfast, you know, chill for a little bit, maybe read a little bit, go to the gym, and then start my day. Like, I just want to get in, like, a good habit of, like, feeling like my mind is clear before I start everything. So, and I need to, I need to consistently go to the gym like I was, like, five times a week. Like, that's what really makes me feel better. Like, that balances out my mood so much. And I realized, like, these last couple months, I haven't really been in the gym consistently. And these last couple months, I've been so all over the place emotionally. <laughs> right. So, like, I'm really trying to make sure I do my five times a week. And if I go in the morning, it's going to be guaranteed. But, like, waiting until I get everything done and then, and then going at night, it's not guaranteed. So. I, I'm trying to. I need to do a routine also. But. Mine is just more so, I think I'm going to have to go back six days, and I don't want to, because I'm mentally as good as I've been in a while, <laughs> and it's only because I'm not working my ass off. Yeah. And, I don't know. Something really happens with your mind when you're not working your ass off. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're able to process shit also. Yeah. You just have time. You're like, your body just has time to rest. Like, just that rest, that break. Little things that would bother you when you're on the grind don't bother you as much when you're centered. And I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't know. It's just proof that everything needs balance. Definitely. Like, working all the time is not good. Doing doing one thing all the time is just not good. No, you have to have diversity. You have to switch it up. Because this, this world is way too crazy out here. Speaking of which. True. Mm-hmm. Last Wednesday was like the craziest day in the world. What happened last Wednesday? Last Wednesday, Trump was acquitted of oh. impeachal, I mm-hmm. mean, impeachment. Uh, the Nikki and Meek thing happened. And there was something else that happened that day. What was the? Oh, the Gail and... Uh, kobe thing oh yeah and i had to get off social media i was muting and unfollowing a lot of people started seeing a lot of people i hadn't seen in a while so (laughs) shout out to those people who have been getting eat up by the the uh the algorithm Mm. but yeah it's i'm done with social media man like i'm trying to think of how i can take a step back 
because it's not good at all. Let's talk about the Kobe thing, the Gail Kobe thing. Okay. I I have only heard snippets. I did not watch the full interview. Did you watch the full interview? I have not. Okay, so I only heard snippets. And, of course, it was the snippets of her asking about the rape allegations and whatever um, with uh, Lisa Leslie. And so, okay, because <laughs> we kind of, like, talked about it um, the week that he passed, like how, you know, he overcame all the bullshit and was just, like, trying to be, you know, better, especially a better person towards women. Like, he was really trying to redeem himself and and show that he had become a better person or whatever cool um i I specifically didn't want to say too much about it because he just passed passed. like same with me you don't really want to speak on any anything that was dark in somebody's life especially publicly right after they passed like i feel like it's just, just not like what yeah like what is, what's what's the point you know what i'm saying like right. is that are you trying to bring this up now because you think that now you know that's that validates his his death his untimely death like what what is the point exactly where are we gonna go with this conversation if we started so i was you know i i didn't really want to talk about it plus it had also been like years since it had all gone down so it's not even really a topic of discussion anymore so you know gail was asking about uh she was asking lisa leslie about her relationship with kobe and then she kind of started digging deeper and and getting into these like leading questions that kind of led her to ask about um his rape allegations and and all that and i think lisa she did she handled it pretty well oh yeah um she didn't even really speak on it either she just said you know from being his friend i don't believe that he could ever do something like that like whether whether it happened or not she gave her opinion and she said i don't believe which is smart and safe right (laughs) um i i'm not completely i'm not upset at gail because there are certain things that you have the responsibility to do as a media person, as this, you know what I'm saying? Anybody that's doing any of these like heavy uh, superstar interviews, like I get it. I don't think that, (laughs) I don't think that she is deserving of a lot of the attacks that she's been getting. However, I think that she definitely should have had a little bit more, um, not discretion, but a little bit more uh, discernment when it comes to some of the questions that she was asking. Like, I, I don't I don't like when people try to use certain things to kind of just like stir up mess just for clout, basically, because yeah. that's that's what it kind of looked like she was doing. I think it only looks like that also because it was such a we're so we're really sensitive to this death. Yeah. Because all the things that happened and the fact that it was children lost also. Yeah. And that Kobe had seemed to be redeeming himself. Mm -hmm. So we're 
ultra sensitive right now. Yeah. And any critique we're not here for. That being said, I I look at it different. Like I look well, not different. I think those are things that do need to be addressed. Yeah. And when Kobe was alive, I always wondered when would anybody say anything about it? Yeah. Like especially during the Me Too hype, or if it would even ever be brought up again. Right. Because I, I thought it was just going to happen eventually. If he had lived, it probably would have happened eventually. People tried to bring it up at different times. Yeah. But it's just Kobe's an icon. You couldn't do that. So the fact that that icon is now dead, it seems that he's kind of above reproach. Yeah. But the key thing is that I don't think a lot of people are talking about. He apologized to that girl. And acknowledge that she felt that it wasn't a consensual relation, mm. uh, a consensual interaction. And he didn't realize that. And he acknowledged her pain. That's kind of. That's really the most that you can do in right. that situation. But to act like he didn't do that. Yeah. And people are acting like it's just a false rape accusation. I don't think it was. I think it was a bad interaction that at the time these conversations about consent definitely weren't happening. Mm -mm. And I don't think he maliciously like went out to cross a line, but he did cross a line and I'm probably going to leave that out because somebody will get mad. (laughs) Somebody will get mad. But he did the knowledge and tried to become a better person. Which is all you can really do, like you said. Yeah. My problem also comes when when you're critiquing Gail for what she did and how she asked the questions. Being upset about the questions is one thing. But using that to essentially just do a whole bunch of misogynoir and just like yeah. Snoop, I get he was passionate about it, but Snoop crossed some a lot of lines. Snoop did too much. Right. Snoop and, did too much. <laughs> right. And you just came off as a woman hater. And then at the end of it. 50 did too much too. Yeah. they These are not the niggas that need. The niggas that made a candy shop shouldn't be <laughs> a person that should speak to everybody. Now it was a clip of... Um, I cannot remember her name. She was talking about the situation and trying to explain why um, black people were upset at the way the interview went. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say who's to blame, but I do think that we're trying to make a very uncomfortable conversation complicated. And I think we're doing that because clearly there is a lot of emotion and a lot of hurt involved. In order to really have a conversation about why this has been such a big story if we have to talk about what was happening in 2003 when Kobe was first accused of rape. There were two different Americas. We had white households whose parents uh, were telling their white daughters to beware of Kobe's in the wake of O.J. Simpson. We had black households who were telling their kids 
about the story of Emmett Till, the 14-year-old black boy who was killed in Mississippi for allegedly whistling at a white woman in 1955, and we later learned that that wasn't the truth. So when we have these two very different conversations happening, we see this Kobe Bryant situation very differently. We have some people who see a black man who got away with raping a white woman. Some of us see a black man who was accused of raping a white woman and did something that was historically daunting. He not only got past these allegations and moved on with his life, but he went on to be great and inspire a lot of people. Some people will see his apology as an omission of guilt. Some of us see his apology as fighting for his life. And we think about Emmett Till and how many times he apologized for something he didn't do in order to fight for his life. So when we're having these conversations in mainstream media, especially as a black woman in media, we have to be so careful because this narrative has already been out there in a way that mainstream media was never about because there was zero representation in 2003 to even have a thought of what the Kobe side but could she, have been. And now we're here. I, I agreed with her. Like 100%. His life is not summed up by that one interaction. Yeah. At the same time, it's important to talk about these things. That way, we don't find ourselves in situations like that. And if we're going to be all the way honest, we've all had bad experiences where we may have done stuff, not saying like rape or anything, but things that were questionable. Mm. And upon advancing the situation and going forward, you look back and be like, wow, I, that was, yeah, that was. That's how 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 toxic do I sound? <laughs> <laughs> toxic check. How how bad do I sound right oh, now? Oh shit! <laughs> like that's the other thing though, man. Like we ha guys have to acknowledge that we learned a lot of problematic and toxic things that we had to unlearn, mm -hmm. and we're unlearning these things on the fly. So. I, I could, when I was in my tw early 20s, I did some shit that was foul. Didn't rape nobody. Let's just go out and say that. I didn't do anything like that. Right. Calm down. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not say, like, man, you said he. <laughs> Juice out here doing what? <laughs> like, but that's the truth. And then I think a lot of guys get in their feelings because they realize if they can say that about him. Somebody somewhere might be able to say that about me. Mm -hmm. And it's that fear tactic. And it's also used as a way to deny widespread sexual assault and sexual harassment and all these other things. And also, since we're here, uh, coercion. Sexual coercion is a real thing. And yes, that's rape. Yeah. If if you're having sex with somebody and you decide you're going to take the condom off without telling somebody, that's right. Yeah. It's a lot of things that go along with this. All these things are so sensitive because it's, it's levels to it. For right. Me. It's a lot of layers. Right. By saying he was accused of rape is not saying he went out and stalked the girl and did this, this and this. Right. He was just saying that he participated in rape culture in which we've all more or less participated in rape culture mm -hmm. and knowingly it, and unknowingly. Yeah. 
and we have to be honest about this. And just shouting down black women and saying, why didn't you uh, say that about Harvey Weinstein and showing pictures of Harvey Weinstein? It's not answering anything. And yeah. the worst part about the Snoop thing is, at the end, he was like, free Bill Cosby. No, 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 no. And then Bill Cosby started tweeting. Right, from jail. Like, it's, it's the, it was a wild-ass fucking day. And it's like, I know Bill Cosby is not fucking tweeting. And it was so many people like, wait a minute, nigga. Ain't you in prison? Right. And he was like, when they took me to my gated community now, they didn't uh, silence me. Like, shut the fuck up, Bill Cosby. You are not a political prisoner. Bruh. And the other part of that is, Bill Cosby had black victims also. Mm-hmm. I know we like to act like this is a white man taking it and, uh... This nigga was out here foul. Yeah. And I don't care if you're America's dad or not. If you out here raping, allegedly, 50 plus women, I ain't going to say free your ass. I don't care who the fuck you are. Yeah, nah. It's only uh, <laughs> it's only so many times somebody can allegedly be accused of something <laughs> before it's like, okay. This nigga did that shit. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Like that Harvey Wines, that's the funny thing. The same niggas that get mad about saying somebody else did something acknowledge that Harvey Weinstein is a rapist. Yeah, that's that's when they want us. They want to say that shit. Right. Is when somebody come for one of their niggas. Right. Now everybody like, oh, but what about like, no, nah, son, you ain't have nothing to say about Harvey when all the shit was going down with him and was hitting the fan for him, but now. Now, now, now that you, we on your nigga, right now you, you want to point about- to him. You want to try to try to divert the attention. Nah, son. Nah. And I don't think it's this big conspiracy to take down black men. No. Niggas is fucking trash. And everybody <laughs> thinks that everybody's out to get black men. And that's just not true. Yeah, we are just trying to hold y'all accountable. Right. Accountability is needed. That's on all fronts. And y'all niggas is wilding the fuck out. Like, bro, people were really out here being like, fuck Oprah and fuck Gail. Yeah. It, and it doesn't, like, it wasn't that deep. Should she have asked those things this soon? No. Right. Um, But it's not, it, it's not deep enough for y'all to start trying to, like, cancel them and, and, that's the other part of it. Niggas always talk against cancel culture until it's somebody they want. I mean, somebody that they admire. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I'm just going to cancel. All right, man, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Y'all, nobody ever gets canceled. Bill Cosby is in fucking jail and people are saying free him. If that ain't an indication of the level of bullshit that's out here. R. Kelly's in jail right now. Yeah, and people still or bumping his music. I ain't gonna stop. Right, it's sick. Yeah, and then I don't know. Like y'all, like y'all niggas is fucking wild. (laughs) And then on the same fucking day. Nikki and Meek decided that they were going to be their toxic selves. I don't understand why they still having beefs. Like, what is what is the deal? Y'all broke up and like 
That should have been the end of it. We should not still be hearing about what the fuck y'all got going on between each other, especially now that Nikki is married and apparently Meek got a baby on the way. Yeah. By his own girlfriend. Like, why are y'all still interacting with each other on this level? Bro. I don't, I don't get it. Man, I think, man, they they must have still been fucking. Something got to be going on. Something yeah. just don't feel right. Like, that shit is wild. Like, can you imagine if you were dating somebody? And they're just going ham against their ex in public. And you trying to figure out why? Right. I like, mean, something ain't right about this it. shit. Like, I don't nah, these it. niggas fuck. This don't smell right. I don't like it. Why you still? Why? Why do you still care about what she doing? Like they may not be fucking, but they touching. <laughs> <laughs> right. We need to get to the bottom of this. Like we ain't gonna just bypass this shit. Something's up. We not stupid. Right. We not stupid. We have been around enough toxic ass relationships to know all of the signs. And them niggas were throwing some hellacious allegations out about each other. Such as? What are some of them? Did you not see it? A little bit, but not all of them. I haven't. She said that he beat her. Hmm. Which, once again, I, I, don't, I don't put it past nobody because... I, the, what I do for a living, anybody's liable to do that shit. That's just true. Um, yeah, he said, she said he beat her, beat her, and beat her, his sister, and put his sister in the hospital. And so he fired back and said that she knew her brother was raping his daughter, because you know her brother went to jail for uh for raping his stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. And he said that both of her brothers raped the stepdaughter. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's when it was like, oh, I'm getting the fuck off here now. Bruh. And then she was like subtweeting him. And uh, she was like, and to bring up the alleged allegation of the rape of a child for publicity is something else. And everybody's like, alleged? Ain't that nigga in prison? <laughs> right. And then she said that the girl's mom told him uh, if they paid $20 million, the allegations would go away. $20 million. It's a lot, bro. Bruh. And then, like. First of all, that's shady on the girl's mom. To put a price on your own child's uh, trauma. Right. Like that. But the other part of that is. That's a diversion tactic to make it look like he didn't do what yeah. he allegedly did. I guess. And I read some of the court stuff. I don't know, man. I believe that shit. And it was just messy. I just I just really cannot wait for the day where people start getting on the wave of us not having to know all these details about celebrities lives like why do we need to know all this you know what i'm saying like th- this is the part of relationships that need to be kept private <laughs> <laughs> y'all talking about relationship in private until it's so and so and keep your shit private no keep he your did. bullshit private <laughs> right. like we don't need to know all the tea. And I'm not saying like try to make everything look like it's perfect, but we just, this is just not any of our business. We don't need to know that this don't have nothing to do with it. What are we going to do with this information? And then the, 
the uh, barbs were just all like gassing and on and all this shit. This is just not the type of shit that artists need to be relevant for. Like this is not, this is not putting anything positive toward your actual business and your livelihood. And, and the other part of it is it was other people being like, Oh my, I bet they have, they had amazing sex. I wish I had a relationship. Like y'all want toxic bullshit. <laughs> like I don't want that shit nowhere around me. It, it ain't worth it. I like, bro, I didn't dodge enough bullets with these toxic ass bitches. I ain't looking for another one. I'm looking for the exact opposite. I don't give a fuck how good the sex is. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. I don't need that bullshit in my fucking life. Mm-mm. I need as few toxic people around me, and especially my partner. I do not need you on some bullshit. You have to really be like mentally unwell to continuously accept toxicity like that. Like, it's a certain amount. Of toxicity that everybody can handle. Right. (laughs) Everybody is not as allergic to some of the toxic shit that you might be. Some people can take your bullshit for a couple weeks. Some people can take it for years. Some a little longer. Some a whole lifetime. But even still, at some point, you tired of it. At some point, you realize that it's not good. And it's not going to change. And I'm trying to avoid... (laughs) that type of shit by all means right like y'all think that shit cute y'all think that crazy girlfriend crazy ass nigga shit cute i never understood why like how do you ever how do you get to the point of thinking that that shit is cute we normalize it no we totally normalize that bullshit like my husband can't have no friends uh no uh friends that are women my my chick can't talk to no dude. Blah, 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 blah. All this bullshit. And we think it's fucking cute. It's not. No. I ain't, man. I don't want this shit. <laughs> like, bro. Like, and I was like, what, reading all this bullshit all the time. I was like, man, I, I, I'm good. Yeah, I see a lot of people talking about toxic relationships and crazy girlfriends and but when we make up it's just so like so much love and so all that passion I'm like okay so y'all do all this stupid for sex stupid (laughs) shit for like one round of good sex and then what you go back to doing stupid shit again like what is it worth like this that's what I keep asking y'all it's like do sex really be that good to y'all that y'all literally be putting yourselves through stupid shit for it? Like y'all talk about <laughs> sex like it's the end all be all. <laughs> and maybe I'm just not doing it right. I don't know. Maybe I just hasn't haven't met the right toxic nigga. Right. Maybe my, to my, fuck my <laughs> life up in the right way right. because <laughs> I'm not doing all this stupid shit for sex. No, I'll be bro. out here getting my feelings hurt without sex. Right. Like, I'm not going to add this shit just to get sex. <laughs> what? Like, nah, bro. Fuck that. That's why y'all be losing y'all minds over these niggas that y'all ain't got no minutes losing y'all minds over because you are having sex with them and it's a whole different, like, emotional pull that goes into your bullshit. Like, right. And I'm not trying to t- take on your problems for sex. 
we can work shit out if we build in a relationship, like a foundation of a relationship. We can, we can do that. I ain't just gonna be out here just fucking with you just because you fucking good at sex. It's tons of normal people that are good with sex. <laughs> right? Like Who's bullshit that I do not have to put up right. with. <laughs> Let me just find those people and just like, bro. And then the attachment that people are like, if she crazy, she got to be good in bed. Yeah, I don't. I hate that. I hate that crazy bitches have the best pussy. Toxic niggas have the best dick. No, you're just (laughs) dumb as fuck, and you don't know any better. Right? You've been conditioned to believe that this shit is how relationships should work, and it's not. That's why we look at y'all like fucking clowns. Like a clown? (laughs) Why did I see it before? Like this bullshit, man. And I'm too fucking old for this shit. That's the other thing I'm realizing. I might be too old for fucking Twitter now. Hmm. I'm like, man, and I'm too young for Facebook. So I got to figure this. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook have old people problems of old ass setting their way ass niggas. And I don't want no part of that shit either. I'm moving forward. And I ain't got time for bullshit, bro. Like, I got enough fucking problems of my own. Yeah. I do not need people I don't know's problem. Mm-mm. I want y'all to talk to yourselves. Like, am Them I... Them self-conversations <laughs> can really help a nigga out. You know what I'm saying? Well, Especially consistent ones. Because sometimes, like, if you just say some shit out loud... <laughs> You re- like you really get to hear it and think back on it and be like, "Damn, does this shit sound stupid?" Yeah, yeah, it does. Like, yeah, mm, I need to chill. Like, I have had plenty of times where I say some shit out loud and I'd be like, "Man, bitch, you sound corny as fuck." Like, <laughs> like, I need y'all to really talk to yourselves though. And I think another thing too is like, everybody gets into these like toxic relationships, relationship patterns, singing their cute too, is because they are surrounded by other people who are in toxic relationships and they just, it's another, it's another form of normalizing. Like not only do we see it like in the media, like all this love and hip hop shit and all these celebrities doing a stupid shit, but like people around you and their relationships. I know everybody talks to somebody about their relationship problems. Okay. There's not many people that are just going to keep quiet about everything about their relationship, especially if they have close friends. And I know like men and women alike. Yeah. I know men talk about shit when they're oh, going totally. through shit. Totally. Um, man, this bitch fucking crazy, bro. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and when you, when you're having that man, this bitch crazy moment and you got, you know, four or five other niggas in your, in your corner, like, man, that's just how it is, man. It's just, that I don't, this is what I do. Like, I just blah, 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 blah. But that's just how women are. And it's just like, no, no. That's how your woman is. Right. <laughs> Niggas ain't shit. And y'all keep getting into <laughs> these toxic relationships and accepting these toxic people because you think that that's just how it's supposed to be because everybody has gone through it or is going through it at the same time. And that's just not that's not it. That's not it. And I refuse to believe that unless I accept some of this bullshit that I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. If that's true. Fuck it. I'm down. Like, I can do bad by myself, bro. Yeah. And I don't know. It's 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 different to 
it's different for there to be like a, a dynamic journey. So it's one thing to be with somebody and maybe some things happen that you don't like and y'all have a talk about it and you're actually like working on doing things in a better way than to be with somebody and keep going through the same patterns of like dumb shit. Right. Like, cause that means you're not advancing. You're saying stagnant, which means that shit might be dead. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't need no dead shit around me. Yeah. I don't need a spiritual death. <laughs> I don't need any of the emotional death. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, I'll be getting into my, uh, my spiritual uh intelligence back like on that on that bullshit be like some of the shit, shit my mom said might have been right yeah <laughs> who do yeah all, all that shit your mama used to say about like people having bad spirits and and reading certain things and listening to certain music and stuff getting in your spirit that shit is real that shit is really real <laughs> like i watched the shit i listened to like now because i'm just i'm trying to be on a good vibe i ain't oh, yeah. listening to a whole bunch of crazy shit i'm careful about especially like things that i have playing like just like in the background or it's like sometimes i'll turn shit on uh while i'm going to sleep um and if it's if it's just not if it's not a right vibe like i can't i used to fall asleep to podcast i can't do that shit yeah you sometimes some i do crazy shit yeah <laughs> I hope nobody's listening to our podcast in their sleep and be like, man, damn. Like, are we fucking people up? Yeah, sometimes I listen to podcasts on my way to sleep, but... Like, I'm I'm being more cautious. That's also why I've been listening to more, like, jazz and, like, house music. Because it doesn't have words. It might have sayings and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, I can't be with a lot of this bullshit. Like, that future shit... <laughs> That spirit of future, I bind you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Man. <laughs> like, but yeah, mama was right about some of that shit. Mm-hmm. And you got to protect your peace on some real shit. Yeah. Because it, it's toxic bullshit everywhere. And I, I, I don't like the people that be like, y'all say toxic too much. It's a lot of toxic shit. That's just the word for it. Okay. Right. And and then everybody acts like that word just ha- like came out. Like, no, that's been a, a clinical term for a while. Yeah. It's we just are just now more aware of we've we've been made more aware of things a lot in the last like five to ten years, like because of social media. Well, yeah, one for social media, but everybody has kind of been on like a self help tip for a long ass time anyway like people have written all kinds of self-help books right over the last decade or two so we're all just trying to like be able to see things in our own lives that are in our own way that's that's been the way for centuries probably yeah like somebody will write this like revolutionary book and then that becomes the god for other people it's just we're doing this at, at a hyper speed yeah and a lot of toxic shit out here it is but i don't know it's i've like in with protecting my peace i've been noticing all the 
crazy things around me that aren't actually around me. It's just because I'm living in my phone. The way to stop that is to quit living in my phone. Mm. As hard as it is. But I always wonder, though, what is it to be a person with no social media interaction or presence in this in this decade in 2020 like what i don't know it's a i don't know man like i don't know i would love to find out but honestly i don't know what the fuck i would do right like without it I would like to think I would be one of those people that like just starts reading a lot of books. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I probably wouldn't either. And then too, like social media is the way I found out about a lot of news and shit. Cause I don't really watch TV anymore. Yeah. I don't watch local news ever. I really hardly ever watch anything. Like I have to deliberately set out time to like watch things. I still haven't even finished you because I got off of my, I got off my game. I got to the second season and then I just, I don't know, like, I get in my moods where I want to just sit down and watch stuff. But right. I don't really watch TV. I don't really listen to the radio. I only listen to podcasts and music. And I'm a Twitter junkie. But most of that is just, like, because I, I be at work on bullshit. I'm like, man, I'm about to be on Twitter. Let me get a little razzle-dazzle in my life. <laughs> Sometimes I be trying to troll. It works sometimes. And then sometimes I be like, it's too much negative shit on my timeline. Let me ask some dumbass fucking question. Which pen is the best pen? <laughs> that like that type of shit be blowing up. Yeah, that's true. Like, you gotta gain the system. I'm just trying to think like especially as a business person or as an entrepreneur, what would you do without social media? It's a necessary devil at this point. It's literally the best way to reach the most people possible. Yeah. So I think you have to have a detachment from it. Hmm. Yeah. I can hear my neighbor's conversations. Or am I hearing shit? TV? I can't hear people talking. I will get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Shit, I'll play with them. Like, hell no. Thought I, and I'm not even gonna say I thought, like, I know for a fact some shit was moving in my house the other night. Uh, like downstairs too, cause like sometimes shit'll get up in our attic, but that's like that's always obvious because you hear like a little scurry. Right. Like we've had like um, I think we had like a, a squirrel up there one time, but um, one what day was it? I was getting ready for work. Maybe it was. I can't remember, but like I was hearing shit downstairs and I was upstairs and I like, I kept being like, what the fuck? What was that? 
Like I kept stopping. And then like the last time I paused to try to figure out what it was or if it was anything at all, if I was just hearing shit, it was like a thump outside the door. Like, cause I was in my bathroom and it was just like a thump, like outside my bathroom door. And I was like, Oh no. (laughs) They got me. (laughs) (laughs) Like I just froze. I was like, what (laughs) the fuck? I, I wouldn't even know what to do. But my parents have said before that like, um, when we first moved in, they felt like there was spirits in the house. Bruh. Is that some black folk shit? Maybe. I used to see shit, though, when I was younger. And I used to hear shit. Mm. And then, like, it just means you're spiritually in tune. That shit used to be scary as fuck, yeah, no, I don't like that, Ma. I don't, yeah, like, I don't that. like that. <laughs> that ain't my gift. <laughs> that ain't for me. Me and my sister were actually talking about that. Because in her old room, which ended up being Andre's room and then my room again. Like, that room was just weird, bro. Like, you would see shit in there. And then we, my parents built that house. Mm. So it's not like it was on, I don't know. That Same. shit be. Ours was built too. Like, that shit is wild to me. Yeah. And I think it is some black people shit, but I don't know why. Like, I don't know if that's like, so I've never i I've never seen anything. I've only heard. It's funny that I would go through a phase where I was an atheist after seeing all that shit growing up and then like experiencing things. But yeah. Man, that shit's scary as fuck. Every now and then I'll still I'll hear like I'll hear stuff. Like everybody in my family calls me DJ. And sometimes I'll hear my mom's voice. Like randomly, and I'm like, I think I'm in tune with the force. <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> Do you hear what I hear? But that shit is always weird to me. Yeah, me too. Are we gonna tell ghost stories now? <laughs> no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm we, good. we both be scared as fuck tonight. I'm good, <laughs> nigga. I was scared of the dark till I was like 25. <laughs> You know, I feel like a lot of people are scared of the dark for a long time. Like, some people don't sleep in complete darkness. Chance used to sleep with the TV on loud as fuck. Like, that shit is wild. Hmm. No, I'm not afraid of the dark right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Might change in the future. <laughs> Maybe a couple of years ago, but. Bruh, it's something about that magical age of 25. You're like, I have nothing to fear out here. <laughs> like. I'll be chilling in this whole house dark as fuck, you know. Like that shit, especially when I'm in my feels. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just now, listening to jazz. If I was me. living alone, maybe. Like I would probably try to keep some kind of a light on at all times, but Living alone is weird. Yeah. It's mad weird. Living alone as a woman is weird too. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> Um, yeah, like living alone in my apartment because I had to be aware of situations around me. Mm-hmm. Like with so many people, I had a, a heightened awareness like here in the burbs. I just be chilling. Right. Now, yeah. like 
I'm used to certain noises, like living with a dog, of course. You're used to his noises. One night, I swear I put that nigga in his crate. And I was laying in bed. And I heard footsteps. I was like, man, that sound like Cooper's out. I know he ain't out. Man, I woke up the next day. I walk out of my bedroom. That nigga sleep on the couch. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you didn't lock his thing? His, no, no you know? I didn't close it all the way. Oh, wow. I've only done that like twice. Ooh, that would have freaked me out. <laughs> oh, it scared the fuck out of me. Like it's a wild animal. Oh, it's Cooper. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, living it. You do weird shit when you live alone, especially like when you don't have a whole bunch of visitors. Yeah, like you're really one of my only visitors. Every now and then, like Spot come over or my parents. Mm. But yeah, I just be doing like weird ass shit. I'm like, man, hope this ain't weird, but we're still gonna do it. <laughs> 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 just chilling in your underwear eating popcorn the, the joys of living alone i tell you that shit sucks though also because these fucking bills are only gonna be paid by one nigga this guy it's up to you it's all on you <laughs> right it's like man i gotta pull through <laughs> you're the star of the show here man i'm the producer the star the director <laughs> and i'm tired of having all these goddamn roles i need a co-star <laughs> yeah don't we all <laughs> i'm just not trying to rush because a lot of you co-stars are crazy and are not team players mm. speaking of which <laughs> we got uh, a big holiday coming up oh yeah valentine's day v-day or lonely hearts day if you're juice because I ain't never had a fucking successful Valentine. That shit always fucking fail. I've only had one. Aw. <laughs> Man, Valentine's Day fucking sucks. Fuck that shit. I'm going to try really hard not to be depressed on Valentine's Day. Even though I'm going to have to work. And there's going to be too. a lot of couples coming in to eat and drink and shit. I'm going to try not to be like thinking too hard about it. Yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't, I don't get my feels as much. I said that last year. I was definitely in my fucking feels. <laughs> I just remembered that episode. Was that my feels last year? No. I wasn't. I was in my feels because of one crazy bitch. Mm. Hey. I always hope that your failures go to somebody else <laughs> who's just as fucked up as them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I wasn't, I wasn't in my feels last year. I think I just went out. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. I think you went wild. <laughs> did I? You, you went out, I know for sure. Me and Casey went out. Yeah. I don't think I, don't think I got wild, though. I don't think. I was just bullshitting. But y- y'all did go out. I do remember that. Because... For some reason, what I think I had plans, and then they went through. They fell through, and I just went home and got drunk. Mm. Well, I know I had to edit the podcast. That's what it was. I had to finish editing the podcast. Then, as soon as I posted it, I was like, "Yeah," because it was a Thursday last year. Oh yeah, leap year. Wait, no, Thursday is Friday this year. 
Shit, Valentine's Day is it's before, yeah, it's before leap day. Okay. But yeah, so that's what it was. And then as soon as I posted it, I was just like, I'm all alone now. <laughs> like, Cooper, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just went out. But I'm going to try not to, uh, <laughs> try not to be depressed. I keep seeing these fucking um, promos for the photograph movie. Yeah. Which I want to see, but at the same I know. time, I'm, I'm not like, emotionally there right now. I don't <laughs> I, like. It looks like I want to support a black film too. It's just I'm not. Man, I can't sit in a movie theater alone watching a uh, a romantic movie with beautiful black people. That's that's setting myself up for failure. I just can't. And then like I I really thought I was gonna be seeing it with a person that I'm not gonna be seeing it with. Unless a miracle from God <laughs> happens, but I, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> I'd just be sitting there and be like, They're trying to fucking kill me! <laughs> yeah, nah. It's like, I've done the movies alone a couple times, but that's just not weird. Movies alone are dope. It's just, I don't want to set myself up to be like, oh, man, that's a perfect storm of having a breakdown. And I'm yeah. not trying to have no fucking breakdown yeah. in no movie theater. And then if you alone on Valentine's Day, you're more than likely going to be in between two couples. And with their couple bullshit. Right. And that's just, that's going to make you feel even more I alone. know. Like, man, <laughs> fuck this world, bro. And yeah. these niggas ain't going to fucking get me. But I do want to see that movie because it does look good. Has a like a Love Jones like vibe, mm-hmm. and you know how much I love Love Jones. But so. this time it's about the woman being having issues of yep. commitment, right? Which is a little uh, off the beaten path for these romantic movies. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, like looks like a good cast. So I mean. What I think is is going to be interesting about that movie is like really finding out if we love the way our parents love. Like, because the whole movie is about like her mom and how her mom had issues. And then basically she has the same issues that her right. mom has when it comes to love. And it's just like, is that nature or nurture? Or is it both? Like, do we actually inherit the same like love patterns as our parents? whether we know them or not i'm sure in some way we do but i think it's a mixture of both i do wonder what uh i wonder if i'm a hopeless romantic because both my parents are hopeless romantics Mm. they just got lucky and met the right person when they were 18 everybody ain't got that same experience and you can't put as much like i'd be falling so fucking quick because I think this is the beginning of a great love story. Like, bro, you just gotta calm down. <laughs> but I do wonder what a relationship me would be like. Like a full-on, like, committed relationship me. Yeah, so do I. Because I haven't been in a relationship in a long-ass time. Yeah. I was a teenager. I've been in situationships like a motherfucker. I'm a completely different person. I know that I would not be the same relationship person that I was when I was 17. There's no way. <laughs> when is the last someone? Because I've never had like technically like a girlfriend. 
I've had relationships. It's been, ooh, just talk about how many years that was. Yeah, it's been a while. And that that toxic person just won't leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. I'll be trying to avoid her. I get on like Facebook. Just boop, 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 boop. I'm getting hot at. <laughs> might have to block her. I, man, it's hard as hell to find out how to mute somebody on fucking Facebook. No, it's not. I don't be on Facebook enough to really be like, oh, man, I ain't. I looked like I did that bullshit look. Be like, Ugh. oh no, nah, I'm just, I'm just gonna log off. Not, not even going for it. Cause I started, I, I tried to find out how to meet her, and then I started looking at her pictures, and I was like, yeah, nope, nope, I don't need this today. Don't need this today. You know, it's not hard. But anyway, yeah, it's been a while. I think I would be different. Also, I would be more, not selfish, but more focused on not just trying to make, not put all my energy in just building that person up. Yeah. It'd be like, it's got to be mutual. A younger me definitely would have put all my needs and feelings on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And a relatively recent younger me would have done that. You gotta make sure you're staying true to yourself. Yeah, I, yeah, that's my problem though. Like I'll uh, I'll meet somebody. We'll we'll be cool and shit. And then like I get so nervous <laughs> that I'll just start acting different than what I was. Mm-hmm. So I psych myself out. You start doing all this extra shit to try to like keep them around that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah, and it's like. Shit that I totally wouldn't do. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I got to keep myself. And maybe I I had to get to this point to where I can be myself Mm. before I can be myself in a relationship. Hmm. But that might be a part of the reason why things have been unsuccessful is because you just haven't let yourself be yourself yet. I'm always afraid. Do you want a relationship to be successful in which you're not fully being yourself? Because then that means that... It's built on a lie. Yeah. It's true. mm. (laughs) This This is true. I... It's always weird to think that people might actually like to hang out with me. Yeah, me too. So it's just like even with this, when people are like, I really love it. This is like the best podcast. Like, what is it? (laughs) 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 It's like, I kind of think I'm trash. And I I don't know. It's kind of like, that's where my low self-esteem comes in. Because it's like, I know something's good or dope. But then when somebody gives me praise for it, I'm just like, ah, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait, where the fucking shit? Like, let's just be honest with it. <laughs> like, but it's because we work for it. Yeah. And, like, we make mistakes a lot, but it's part of art. We're not yeah, professionals. I mean, there's no, what, there's no perfect podcasting is too new to be perfect at it but 
I do think it's just something weird with me. And I think that translates into my personal life. And I'm accepting the fact that no, people actually do like me. And it's okay for me to allow people to like me. Because I'm an okay person. Yeah. Like, it's not, why am I not deserving of love and admiration or any of the other feelings that on the positive side of life? I have to shed this dark, moody, brooding (laughs) me. I think I just always wonder, like, if people like me for me or if people like me for what I look like. Like, when niggas be extra thirsty, I'm just like, do you just want to be able to, like, flaunt me? Or, because especially, like, when niggas be doing the most too soon, it's just like, you don't even know me. Like. (laughs) Right. Right. How are you here already? Right. Like, (laughs) what, what, do you really want me? Or you just, like, trying to possess you? Yeah. am i a human or am i a thing to you yeah that's always like where i'm at yeah i can see that i mean that's got to be a different struggle for me it's kind of the opposite well not the opposite it's just a different inner struggle it's just like but why do you like (laughs) right no it's the same it's one of the same really but i feel like I also do feel like people people fall in love with the character of me. I don't think they understand me. Mm. They look at me as some kind of like archetype archetype of like a music geek or a history geek or something else. I'm a fully realized person. I think it's the same thing as what you're saying. Yeah. You're a fully realized person and I don't people just use one part of you and so it's gonna be a self-conscious thing i know for a fact that people don't understand me um just like having conversations with people like a lot of people that i work with and they know me better now but it's always fun to hear like what they thought of me when i first started working like oh we didn't think you were gonna do this and we didn't think you were gonna you know stick around this long and definitely thought you were a lesbian and blah 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 and i'm just like well the short hair probably didn't help and also i'm a tomboy sometimes (laughs) but it's just weird like people pick like one part of you and assign that to who you are right and so yeah i know for a fact that people don't fully know me or understand me at all and i think i'm trying to come to terms with the fact that i'm just a weird ass like different ass nigga <laughs> like i'm just different that's where, that's where i'm at and it, like it's fine me being different yeah it's just like when one of our friends said when they listen to this podcast it's like hearing a man die that shit is funny <laughs> as fuck to me because <laughs> that shit is so fucking funny to me that's so <laughs> that nigga <laughs> on brand <laughs> But it's because, I mean, I don't give a fuck at this point. I'm going to be me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about all this fake masculinity bullshit. Like, 
I'm a fucking fully realized dude, man. I don't have to play the type of, I mean, uh, the character of a masculine man. I'm fucking a man. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be that whether I want to act like that or not. And, yeah. and I'm moving forward in my life like that. I don't, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Not even on like, like a nihilism or like being like, yo, fuck the world. It's just not me. It's not the end of the world. Some people like me. Some people will not like me. I spent a lot of time trying to make people like me instead of just being me. Yeah, same. And I think I do think now that you mentioned it, that that's probably why I failed at a lot of relationships. I do think some of my earlier interactions and relationships, a lot of those people did all go out of their way to make me feel like I wasn't enough. So I think subconsciously I took that on mm-hmm. and carried it with me. Be like, be like, yeah, I like all the things about you, just not you, <laughs> and be like, because you're not good enough to be like that. Shit hurts, and that shit fuck you up. But I'm trying to bury my childhood trauma <laughs> and forgive myself for. I'm trying to give myself grace, mm. which is new to me. Being like, no. Like, I wasn't a fucking idiot. I did stupid stuff, but I was young. That's what young people do. Yeah. I just really wish there was, like, way more relationship talk from my parents or just from anybody, like, older from a place of, like, mentorship before we got to this adult point like I I really think a lot of people's parents just kind of assume that our only teacher as far as relationships is just going to be life right like we're the only way we're going to figure things out is just by going through a bunch of shitty relationships <laughs> and <laughs> uh, just th- throw them out there they'll fucking swim or they'll drown yeah and I wonder I wonder what that's about too like I wonder if it's because there's still just a lot of adults who don't really know um how to relationship well or is it just an uncomfortability to speak to your child about relationships and and I don't know like I feel I kind of feel like it should have gone hand in hand with like our puberty class and like all the sex education that we had to take like but I mean even with that do you really want some weirdo fucking teaching your kid <laughs> like well no so it definitely would not need to come from just like the PE teacher who happened to teach sex ed like it happened to creep on all no just <laughs> if they if they brought in like somebody like hey this is a relationship person that's gonna be here for eight weeks to talk to your child especially like middle school like right before people really start getting into like seriously dating and right nowadays having sex like if there was just somebody that came in for an hour for a couple weeks and just was like you know yeah that would help but i also do think that there has to be a certain level of trial and error 
to yeah. figure yourself out. And there is, there is, but the 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 trial parts can be better if you right. have a little bit of <laughs> guidance. More, you have a little more information, yeah, than just Jesus will fix it. It's a, it'd be a lot. <laughs> it's just a lot of niggas out here that just they never had any guidance. Now, fucking up their lives. As far as uh, niggas, being that I am niggas. Oh, when uh, I say niggas, I mean men and women. But we're going to talk about the I am niggas <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, a lot of guys, we have those mentors and people telling us things to do. It's just them niggas is fucked up. Nigga, a fucked up nigga love to tell another nigga what not to do. That's true. And what to do. That's true. No, based bro. on based on his own personal right. experience. <laughs> no, bro, you out here caring too much about that girl. Right. She she gonna run all over you, bro. Right. You see, you see that crazy bitch over there. That's the one with the good pussy. You gonna lose yourself if you fall in love right now. You gotta focus on yourself. You gotta get your bread up. Don't worry about these. Yeah. Blah blah blah. They gonna be there, young buck. They gonna be there. Nah, fam. <laughs> that ain't it, bro. That ain't it, fam. And I don't know. We we just gotta do better. And I just look back on my life and some of the stupid ass shit I did. Yeah, same. And I always wonder why. Like, why did I do this? What was I? What was what? What did I think was gonna happen? Right. Like, what was going through my? What was my thought process, bro? I like man. Thank God for grace because I spent a lot of time in my life be like I'm the dumbest nigga on the fucking planet, and you just gotta forgive yourself. Yeah, and then you gotta apply the lessons you learn and be like, maybe this isn't a good idea going forward. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna win her juice. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, I was right, <laughs> but I don't like it's for me. It's hard to tell when somebody likes me. I don't, I don't handle like I don't know, because it's always so casual. And then I'd be like, "Am I reading too much into this?" And then I'm like, "I don't know." Typically, I know right off the bat when somebody likes me. Really? I don't, especially niggas that I don't want to like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man speaking of niggas and no guidance <laughs> i ran my <in> too <laughs> He was in voodoo, and it was funny because, like, I thought it was him at first, but at the same time, I wasn't really giving a damn. So I glanced, and then I looked back to where I was looking. And then uh, he came over and spoke, and I was like, oh, what's up? Um, But he had, like, messaged me a couple days ago just asking if we could, like, hang out again sometime. And I was like, I'll let you know. But like I'm I'm really trying to get to this point where like when I'm done with somebody, like being done with them. Um, so you know, I'm just like, eh, you know, we'll see, I'll let you know. I'm always at work, blah blah blah. All this bullshit. <laughs> so then when I saw him last night, <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to be as cut and dry as possible. Like not trying to be too friendly, 
also not trying to be a bitch i just don't want you to think or feel no kind of way after this simple interaction cool so he um i feel like he was like trying to talk to me or like trying to linger linger around but Derek was right there and then he like brought his cousin around because i got pretty familiar with his cousin when we were talking and I don't know if he thought that that was gonna <laughs> hey anyway in bro right and so I don't know he's also been like watching my snaps faithfully but one day he was just like man like I don't know what I did or how I fucked this up but like I want another chance yo and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> nigga you left me hanging like multiple times yeah <laughs> I'm not I'm just not this too it's too late for you it's too late we gone <laughs> and I don't be knowing how to let niggas down gently so that's why I'm always just like yeah we'll see one day see nah see that's, you, that's why you prolonging the bullshit you gotta tell them niggas nah nigga. it's just gonna get to a point where I'm just gonna stop responding and then they'll get it Niggas don't take hints. Bro, I just told you I don't take hints well. <laughs> we don't fucking know. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Some people do know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't respond. Like, you gotta be direct with me. And I know it's tons of other stupid ass niggas out here like that. But yeah, that just further proves my point that niggas always come back. Like, they will write themselves out of the equation every single time. And then try to squeeze back in. And it's just like. I don't know. You know if y'all just think that. We be out here just holding our hearts open. <laughs> for y'all. It's cause that's what we do. Do y'all? So, yeah, some of us yeah. It don't <laughs> seem like it. But. I, I didn't say everybody. I was just saying some <laughs> of us. Meaning I. I niggas. Not those niggas. I niggas. <laughs> I just feel like niggas think that if they just let shit breathe for a minute and like do whatever with these other bitches for a while, even though they know that they still have feelings for you, they trying to scoop those feelings under the rug by being with these other hoes. But then when that don't work, they want to come back. Like, yeah. But it's just like, that's a lot of niggas that do that. If you could just acknowledge your feelings while they're here and do what you need to do in the moment, you wouldn't have to be doing all this crawling back and begging and shit. <laughs> no, nah, bro, we're going to go with the other. No. <laughs> I like, yeah, I, I'm bad at that. I am very bad. I'm going to be all the way honest with you. I'm very bad at fucking up the situation beginning and then realizing it's not because I just be in my own head. I ain't talking for nobody else. Me personally, I niggas be like in my own head. Be like, man, she don't fucking like me, even though she likes me. I can't. That that just can't never ever be the case with me because I will be. I be on niggas' asses. Like I'm hitting you up. I'm calling you. If you make plans with me, I'm calling you the day of to try to make sure the shit is going down. Bro, other women are not like that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like they will t- like. But I know I'm not the only one. True. No, I'm not the only one. True. This is true. But I mean, it's man, it's some fickle shit out here. 
and we all got our emotional damage and we're just trying to make it work and that's the same shit didn't really i didn't really think you liked me for real like i didn't think it was for real just like uh, why you thought i was doing all this shit for nothing but i mean also women will lead you on that is part of it there are women that will lead you on yeah people do on purpose yeah i mean yeah true i'm just speaking i niggas because (laughs) i can only speak for myself yeah like that's the other part of it man like man so this dope ass chick like me okay well all these other bitches weren't as dope as this chick (laughs) so but instead of accepting the dope chick you could just gonna go to hey stick to the rivers and the lakes like you're used to don't chase waterfalls Kimberly oh then now look at now look at him drowning <laughs> back here chasing the waterfall again I don't know it's weird yeah it is I don't I want to know the science behind it. I don't think there is any science. I just think that we're just all out here trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. Some are doing better than others. It's all a process. It is all a process. I keep telling myself that every day. Like, this process is not going to always be pretty. Right. Things are going to be shitty, but you just have to keep moving. Damn, I'm getting blown up. Um... It's just like what I texted you last week when I was like, I'm at the place now to where I realize, I guess taking a snapshot of my life now, it won't always be like this. I won't always live alone with a dog and <laughs> just be chilling. Like, I'm down a lot. I may have a family, may have all this other shit, may not even live here. And then I'll be able to look back and be like, yo, I remember when my life was like this yeah like the other day i was thinking about that because i was like i remember being a kid and looking in the mirror and seeing a fucking kid looking back at me and the idea that me looking in this mirror right now is that same kid it's kind of fucking crazy who did i just get lyrical miracle spiritual <laughs> Some deep shit, bro. <laughs> Teach these devils. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think about that a lot, like, because I always think back on, um, like, any interactions that I've had with men that just haven't gone right. And I'm always like, I'm always trying to figure out, like, what I'm doing wrong. And, like, but then, like I said, like you said earlier, just like giving yourself grace, like, I've just come to terms with the fact that all this shit ain't going to be perfect. And that's just, that's just what it is. Like, I think my expectations are always just too high about embarking on new journeys. And that's like with people, with jobs, just like with any new opportunity, I feel like I just always have like rose colored glasses and I need, I'm just trying to be more, realistic like I don't I don't want to to numb myself but I'm just trying to be more realistic and understanding that I'm not perfect other people are not perfect 
life is not perfect. Life's not fair. Yeah, and it's not fair. Because I don't think the shit that gets done to me is fair all the time. Um, But, yeah, just trying to... uh, to still just stay positive, like no matter what's going right or wrong. I I'm in a similar space, but also I have to remember not to. Some things are important, and not to completely bypass those things, and being like, well, we we all fall short, right? Like it's some shit. I ain't gonna fall. That's all I got, I think. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I have. I don't know what else to say. I feel like we got everything we did. (laughs) We watched Purple Rain before we started. (laughs) Blast from the past. Uh, So, the question that I'm going to ask you is, who was the baddest bitch in Purple Rain? Apollonia or Prince? <laughs> we need to have that be like a, a poll. <laughs> right. <laughs> On a suburban page. <laughs> but yo, uh, that movie is so bad, but so good. Terrible. Terrible movie. Bro, Prince is the most toxic nigga in the world. Like, he's the future before future. I, man, I hope Future remakes Purple Rain. That'd be the greatest thing ever. Future is not cool enough to do Purple Rain remake. I, I'll still go. <laughs> I still want to see it. <laughs> like, just fully embrace his villain role. I hope you fuck you in paradise. <laughs> Fuck niggas. This is a dirty sprite nigga that we talking about. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Chips. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday. <laughs>